Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Meet the Candidates. I'm your host, Jonathan Grabowski, as we go through spring 2022 election season in the town of Marshfield. Joining me on the show today is a candidate for school committee, and that's Rich Greer. Rich, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jonathan. I appreciate it. Yeah, we've had you on a few times over the years for about school committee. So before we get into, you know, everything that's been going on over the past few years, the past term, who is Rich Greer? Well, um, you know, uh, Rich Greer is somebody that, that moved here in 1972. Um, I went through school here. I went to Ames Way, Grace Rider, Furnacebrook, and then the high school. Um, I plan on always living here. I have uh, six kids that are, I have two still in the school system, uh, one at Daniel Webster, one at the high school. Um, my other four are either in college or beyond college at this point. So, yeah. So, so community involvement. You know, you're pretty involved in the community. I am. I uh, belong to a bunch of uh, different fraternal organizations in the town. Um, we, we do a lot of uh, community activities, where it be you know cookouts or fundraising. Yep. So this would be term number four. Four for you on the school committee. Wow, I couldn't yeah. remember if it was three or four. So you've served a few, for a few years now. So what made you decide way back when? Well, I, I looked at what the board was doing at the time and they, they were doing a lot of good things um you know one, one of them was the new high school mm -hmm. um it, as well as uh you know some of the, the the way the education was structured here um you know i saw some room for improvement but overall i thought they did a great job and i wanted to be part of that team um it, and i had the opportunity and and you know i've been there ever since what have been some of the accomplishments you think over that time uh well one of the things is we've um I mean, the, the, the new high school is open now, yeah. right? Uh, I can't take credit for it, but I, I, was, right. I, I was elected when we finally opened it. Um, we, we've made a lot of policy changes. Uh, not every student is the same, so we're, we're trying to uh, shape our policies to, to you know, put everybody on an even playing field. Yeah. Um, some of the budgetary things, um, you know, it, it's not just about students, right? We have an obligation to the to the taxpayers mm -hmm. in this community. So, mm -hmm. keeping the budget under control uh, is, is a big one, and a lot of the, a lot of the stuff goes unnoticed. Right. Um, you know, people, folks only see what we do at the school committee meetings, but there's so much work behind the scenes. Right. I was going yeah. to actually talk to you about that oh, okay. later on. Well, sorry to great. steal your thunder. No, no, you're not. <laughs> no, it's your show. So, if you could jump in the time machine to the start of that time on school committee, what would you tell yourself? Um, to go back, you ma I made the right decision. Awesome. Yeah. And why is that? Um, well, I feel as though that we're doing, a, uh, and it's not just me, right? We have a board, yeah. there's five of us, and I, I feel that we, we all bring something different to the table, and we don't necessarily always agree, mm -hmm. um, but I think collectively we make the right decision of what's in the best interest of the town, right? And, and to be a part of that is, it, it, it's job satisfaction for me. Excellent. So yeah. why have you decided to seek re-election? <laughs> that's a good question, right? So um, I, I think I still have a lot of value to add to the community. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm hoping folks out there feel the same way. And if so, I'll, I'll be re-elected. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at the point where I cease to add value, uh, then it's time for me to go. <laughs> okay. So a little civics 101 here that we always ask people about various positions that they're running for. So what's the role of the school committee? In your words. So in, in theory, we hire and terminate the superintendent. Hopefully he's not watching. He knows we hire them. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we, we set the budget and we affect policy. Okay. Th those, are the, those are the big ticket items. So you mentioned all the work. 
and people don't see it. And I've talked yeah. to a lot of school committee members in the past. I know a lot of them. Talk to me. Talk to me about what goes on behind the scenes, all the work. I don't think people realize all the work that goes on. Oh, right, right. So we have you know, probably a dozen or so subcommittees. So mm -hmm. in addition to that, that two-and-a-half, three-hour school committee meeting, uh, all of us are assigned to uh, various subcommittees, which we have transportation. Mm -hmm. uh, so right now we're looking at busing, right, making that more efficient, uh, more cost-effective. Uh, we have capital budget. We have... Um, <laughs> It, it, the list goes on and on and on. We have uh, fields, a fields committee that works with the DPW. Okay. Um, yeah, there's, there's quite a few of them. Uh, yeah, so you just don't <laughs> show up on Tuesday night. You know? Right, right. In addition to that, we also have a representative that works with Social Collaborative. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we have, um, uh, myself, I'm, uh, as part of being on the Marshfield School Committee, I'm actually on two MIA boards. I'm on for rugby and baseball. Uh, so we have that. Uh, we, we also have... Um, uh, school councils. So we're every member is at least on one school council, right? Five members, seven school councils. So, yeah. So th it's all this stuff outside, and we try to also attend every function that we can. Yeah, um, a lot it, of events. Yeah, seven schools, a lot of events, yeah. um, and then you have PTO and all those other organizations. We try to. Remember Arnie Briggs when he served on, he used to talk about getting the big packet of stuff prior to a few days before. <laughs> is Do you still get the packet or are we now in a digital world where it's like a, a big Google Doc or something? Yeah, fortunately we're in the in the digital world. When I first got on, the, the first, I think it was three years, we were still getting the packet. And then we, uh, w once we phased in this one-to-one -one initiative, that's around the yeah. time we transitioned to electronic. Yeah. So you mentioned the subcommittees. Talk about some of the subcommittees you've served on. So I'm... I'm uh, I've been on policy, so way back when it was myself and Sean Costello, actually, um, we, we had help from MASC as well as the superintendent. We literally rewrote every single policy for the, for the school district. Uh, it was quite an undertaking. It took, took many months to do that. Mm -hmm. um, I've been on capital budgets. I've been on transportation. Um, I've had some ad hoc assignments uh, being liaison to uh, capital projects, right? Within, uh, we put the roof on Furnacebrook, right. that was one. Um, we have all sorts of other projects going on too. Uh, I, I think I've done everything at this point. Uh, I was a CPAC representative mm -hmm. uh, one year, which was very, very interesting. I, that, that's an area when I got on the school committee, I knew nothing about special education. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So in your opinion, what's the current state of the school district? I think we're in good shape. I mean, it, compared to what I've seen around the state, we are a high-performing uh, district in, in terms of just our school committee members. They're all engaged. Um, you know, they, they all have an interest, and it's, it's not a personal interest. It's an interest in the community, yeah. right, and making it better for everyone. So what's something that you think the school committee is doing well, and one thing that you think, hey, we, we might be able to improve upon this? Well, the, the, you know, we could always improve on right. everything, but I, I think um, the, the, our approach, um, you know, we have five people, very different uh, viewpoints. We don't, there is no quid pro quo. We, we discuss issues and we learn from each other mm -hmm. and make the right decision. I think we do that very, very well. Um, it, it's, it, we don't find out information at the meeting. We, every member uh, um, reads, you know, through all the material mm -hmm. ahead of the meeting. Um, you know, so that, that, that a lot of school committees don't do that. It, it's a title, they show up at a meeting, and they find out what's going on at the meeting. What's the biggest challenge facing the district? And if you're reelected, how would you work to address it? 
Well, I think the biggest challenge is, is balancing, um, I guess, what, what the student needs are against what we can handle in the budget, right? It really comes down to financial. And, you know, there's a lot of things we'd, we'd like to be able to do. Um, it, it's just we can't afford it, right? It would be right. cost prohibitive. I remember when I first got on, um, there was, we were looking at, you know, our budget. I forget what it was then. It was 30 some thousand dollars And I had anticipated, based on the current spend rate, within 17 years it would be over um, uh, $100 million, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, here, here we are this year coming up on $54 million, right? So how do we, it, 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 people <laughs> don't get increases at their jobs to sustain right. that, right? So... You know, but we do have employees. We have teachers. We have, um, you know, ESPs and, and all the other yeah. uh, custodians and whatnot. And they have to be able to live, right? Mm-hmm. So balancing out, you know, what it costs to sustain uh, our employees versus what the community can afford to pay mm-hmm. and also providing our students with a quality education. And that, right. that's, that's a difficult balance. Hmm. So if you're reelected, what's something that you want to focus on? What's going to be that thing Rich Greer focuses on over the next term? The thing I want to focus on is um, you know, working with, with uh, Tom Miller, um, who is the uh, assistant superintendent of business and finance, uh, to, to try to um, streamline our budget. They, they, Tom does a really, really good job with it. Yeah. But I, when, you, when you have $54 million, there's always room for improvement within that, right, so that that we can get a better bang for our buck. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking at things there, so we're, we're getting better value for the money invested um, without making cuts, right? right. Mm-hmm. So past two years, COVID has been a big focal point of all these candidate programs I've done. Hopefully it's the last year I ever mentioned it. <laughs> so looking back on now, how do you think the district handled it? And are there things you, know, you would have done differently? You know? Uh, well, I had a different idea right from the beginning, but I, I work in the biotech industry. Right. Um, so what I know versus what's available for everybody to know is different. I, I'm i not even going to criticize what was done because uh, one of the policies that, that Sean and I wrote uh, was that whatever happens, every member supports the decision and the will of the committee, right? So... Um, I, I think I, I, w- I would have probably got, uh, pushed for a full return to school, n- mm-hmm. never hybrid or never remote. Um, but woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? We're, right. Th- we're beyond that, and I support the decision of the committee, yeah. even though I, I, I was the one that voted against it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if something this were to happen again, how would you address it? That, that, that's interesting. I don't know because of the available information at the right. time. It, it, it's very, very difficult to, um, to present something that's different from what people are hearing, right? So I become the outlier rather than the voice of reason. Um, I, I don't know if there's anything that I could have done differently. Yeah. So now what's something you bring to, table, bring to the table in regards to being on the school committee? Uh, I bring a business aspect to it. Um, so... Yeah, I'm used to managing large capital budgets. Actually, my budget at work is much larger than the school district's budget. Uh, so not that that means anything, but I have experience dealing with, with large numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and also uh, just kind of how to, how to focus in different areas within that budget, right, to get the, the best value, right? And I, I bring that as well as some of the uh, 
uh, uh, the technology background, right? So when we start getting into state of the art mm -hmm. learning and things like that, that's where you know I can bring some value to the table there. So being on the school committee, you're one of five members. Yep. So how do you work with your fellow members to make sure the district is best it can be? Um, we, I, I, I had alluded to it or actually stated it earlier. We, we talk to each other. Mm -hmm. um, occasionally, it, the, the voices raise a little bit and the volume increases a little bit. But in, in the end, we, um, we make the right decision as a committee. And it, there may be some members, some, sometimes I, I, I don't get the result that I want, but it, it's not about me, it's about us, mm -hmm. right? W which is the community. So I, I think overall, um, I'd give our, our school committee an A plus, right? And we make the right decisions for our community. The question I'm asking, I found it interesting because um, there was a governor's race, I believe in the past year, where one of the big issues between the two candidates was about parents having a say in their schools. Mm -hmm. So. How much say should parents have in regards to what their what their children are learning in school? I, I, I think the parent, to me, again, coming from the business end, it's the voice of the customer, right? Mm -hmm. So we're, we're providing a service, and that service is education. Um, so our, our end users or our customers are the students and the parents, right? And I think that the voice, their voices should be heard, right? Um, you know, we, we have to operate within the framework that the, the state has laid out mm -hmm. for us, right? So our hands are tied in certain areas. But I, I think it's good to have transparency, right? And to listen to, to the parents, right? Mm -hmm. that there's, there's some things that, as a parent, I don't necessarily want my kids exposed to at certain ages, right? right? And I would like my voice heard. Mm -hmm. So I, I, yeah, but hopefully everybody knows how to get in touch with me because I, I have a number of parents that reach out you know, and, and voice their opinion and I pass yeah. it on and we do discuss it with them. And the you also have that open time at meetings to discuss we, that, right? We do, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, we have public comment. So we, we can't, unless it's on the agenda, we can't um, you know, interact with, with the people that are speaking during public comment. However, we take their comments into consideration. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, if they need to be acted on, we do. And there's, there's some, some cases where we've acted pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. So we always try to end with some fun outside the box type of questions here as we, you know, we wrap up. So what's a Rich Greer fun fact? Um, I've played violin since I was five years old. No way. Yeah. 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 I was a product of the, uh, the music program in Marshfield here. Yeah. Excellent. So in the movie about you, Who's playing you and why? <laughs> well, it, it's funny. My, uh, I'll, I'll go with what my kids would say. Uh, it would be uh, <laughs> the actor that plays Red Foreman on that 70s show. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, if people want to find out more about you, is there a place that they can go? Um, well, I'm on Facebook. It's, it's under Richard Greer. Um, I also have, um, I have a political page, which doesn't really tell much about me. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, also, my uh, folks can reach out to me by cell phone, mm -hmm. and I'll throw it out there. It's 617-676-8376. Anybody in this community is more than welcome to reach out, whether it's compliments, complaints. Uh, I'm elected to represent them. Right? Excellent. And last but not least, why are you the best candidate for this position? Well, I, I have a bit of experience. Uh, I, I went from being the most junior um, 
Yeah, well, the youngest, most junior member of the committee to within a couple of years being the oldest, most senior member. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about like, I'm just thinking of the people that you've, you know, and how many terms you've had and how all the different types of people you've served with. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was, when I first got on, I, I was with Carol Schran, Marty Morrison, Morrison. Dennis Scollins, and uh, Nancy Curry. And I, <laughs> I learned a, a lot. Yeah. If, I don't know if I'd know as much without them. Right. You know, they, they were great mentors. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then now we have, you know, the, the members of the board now are, are all great. Mm -hmm. um, I look at us as a high-performance team, and to have a high-performance team, you have to have each member that brings something special to the table, right? And I, I think the other four members mm -hmm. do. And what I bring is, again, is that business mm -hmm. piece, uh, as well as the management piece. Um, I'm big on policies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and... and so that, that's what I bring to the table. Well, Rich, I want to thank you for yeah. joining us today, and I want to wish you the best of luck during this always fun election season. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And that's all the time we have for Meet the Candidates. And until next time, make it a great day.